me a lover as stubborn as a weed But he met his match on the day he met me Get out of it, cage. 
Jesse Will. Y'all great. Live Wire with Cheryl Crow, Bonnie Raitt, Mavis Staples, all of whom are touring this summer. And, and there's a reason behind that song, and you'll hear it when you listen to the interview. Uh, there's a lot of artists from the 70s and 80s who are still quite viable, still putting out new music, uh, new creative music, new effort. And it's really, uh, t- to me, that, that's true artistry. But anyhow, Desolation Angel Radio, Kip Williams, your host, producer. This week, uh, we've already done one show with Gregory Haley about his book, Stranger in the Valley. And this is another interview of the Comstock Breakfast Club that I did back prior to uh, that. But I wanted to get it out this week as well, right after the Great Blue Heron Music Festival at, at the uh, Heron, at the Heron Farm and Event Center. I had just come off of that. And, and I had a great interview with, with John uh, Stopped in for a few minutes. Steve Schultz, Jill Baskerville, Gina Thomas, Gina Hammond. Um, and, and we just had a good time talking and, and talking about life in general because we keep that up once a month here during the summer and, and keep that rolling. And what we got to talking about was the number of artists from back in the day who are still doing uh, great, great music today. So you'll, you'll hear that interview. It's about 40, 45 minutes um, edited down and then like people John Mellencamp Bruce Springsteen you know who, who still keep touring and putting new music out Willie Nelson who's on his last tour right now um, Dolly is getting ready to put out that monster rock and roll album in September and and uh, I played a cut off of it a, a preview cut here a couple weeks ago but we're going to do a Dolly cut and then Carol King and James Taylor are still touring Ricky Lee Jones just put out a brand new one Something off of that. Judy Collins is still doing it. Jackson Brown with a new one. Billy Joel, who swore he quit in 2006 and is still touring in 2023. Elton John, who played his last touring concert here just a couple weeks ago. And, of course, the Stones, you know, who just don't quit. They, they don't know what the word stop is, and I love them for it. And then uh, we'll end with five cuts of music from today that I listened to today that all my tastes from back then evolved into. Not going to talk anymore. You'll hear me enough in the interview. Let's get rolling with uh, with Steve Schultz and and Gina and Jill and John's in there right at the beginning for a few minutes. And I'll see y'all again in a couple hours. Enjoy the interview. Enjoy the music. Comstock Breakfast Club, 1975 edition. Here we go. Oh, that's okay. Hi, John. Hey, Dad. Hey, Steve. Hi, Jill. Can you? Hi. So, and I hate to be this guy, but I'm only going to be on for a few minutes because I've got something going on. That, that's but, all, but I did not want, I missed the last last couple and I wanted to at least jump on and say hello. Well, at least yeah, with, I'm glad, John. And at Me least too. with you three here, I, and if I don't get anybody else, I need to say this. Okay. The pictures look great, and it was great. I mean, we've built a fantastic festival. I, I think people went and looked at the Heron Tribe page. Behind the scenes... I'm still recovering. We lost one of ours. Um, heart attack. Cardiac arrest. And we could oh not bring him back. Not family, yeah. hist- family history of cardiac problems. And we could not get him back. Um, and and at, yeah. at some point in time, and this is what I was going to say. Uh-huh. At some point in time, I became that guy. I became Kip. 
one that name. Guy. And I'm that guy. When it all hits the fan, I don't know where that happened, but I think you all have a great deal to do with it. Really? In what respect? We are never who we are in and of ourselves. We never are. We're the people who shaped us, influenced us, helped us form our values, helped us form our base. Mm -hmm. I firmly believe that. And you all were there at the very beginning with that geeky, awkward kid <laughs> who didn't know where he, where he fit in, you know, and was making graduation speeches he can't remember, um, that kind of thing. And you helped form that person. You helped make that person that a bunch of people depend on because it's not ego when I ride through there and people yell Kip. I take it very seriously because it's my responsibility. They know I'm, me and, and my little team are going to keep them and their kids safe. Mm -hmm. We'll do whatever we can. Yeah. And yes. not just my mom and dad, not just my home, but you all were part of that. Wow. Okay. So, wow. Kip, I have a question for you. Yeah. And this, this, so, speaking to, you know, that we were all there for each other, you had a mannerism with your glasses when we were all in school. You were always doing this. You would go. With, your, with the knuckle of your finger, you would push your, <laughs> your glasses. Yep. Where the hell are your glasses? Okay. It's a combination of LASIK yeah. and contacts. Um, my eyes are still horrendously bad. Whether you all know it or not, my vision back then in high school was 2200. Not 2020, 2200. Okay, that's how bad my vision was. I could see something if it was right there. Other than that, I, um, so wow. even with LASIK, I still require bifocal contacts mm -hmm. um, to get me to the point where, where I can see. But yes, I, I have some mannerisms that, I mean, I still have some mannerisms from back then that people identify. But, but my glasses, and I still do wear re reading glasses. I, I'm guessing they're nowhere near the size that your old glasses. No, are. no. If you, if you remember my old glasses and how thick <laughs> they were, this, this, is, this, is the, this is the reading glasses now. They're, they're much thinner. But oh, okay. that mannerism, it's right there. As well as it's big around. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're much smaller. That mannerism is right there. You know? <laughs> It's, <laughs> I do it now. All right. Well, I hope you get some well-deserved downtime. Yeah. And Jill, I hope things are wonderful for you and Belize. Yeah. Steve, everything's good for you? Everything's good. Hey, I actually will be in Kalamazoo this coming weekend, so. Ooh. Okay, good. But the other part of it is, I really do want you all there next summer for one reason. Okay. Because I love you. That's number <laughs> one, Okay. And I miss you. Okay. And number two, you need the help. Oh, <laughs> trust me. All right, I gotta, I gotta jump off. All right, love you. I'll talk to you later. I love you. Uh, I'll talk to you later. See you later, John. It's become a very family-friendly, very inclusive environment. The world has wow. become a very ugly, hateful place, and we try to provide three days of music and inclusiveness <laughs> and love and fun you know, for people to, to enjoy themselves. And we've done that. And it's Gina. Hi, Gina. Yep. So 
we've we've done that. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Hi. Hi. And uh, and I and I know it it's in due in large part to the people that I grew up around. You're doing good things, Kev. I'm trying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing good. Yep. All we can do is we all we all talk. We all talk. Right. Right. Oh. Yeah. Um, and now we'll talk about everybody else. Steve. Steve. Yeah, I'm here. I need the name of a good pain management specialist here in Western New York. My buddy Danny, the one I okay. talk about that's had seven heart attacks and 20 stents. Yeah. It's either rheumatoid arthritis or fibromyalgia, and the VA okay. is not doing him good. They actually yeah. tried, without diagnosing him, his uh, rheumatologist there just threw him on a, a chemotherapy drug. Huh. And it's not even he don't, it's not even in his record as to why it was diagnosed and given to him. Yeah, well, yeah, the, I I don't know what I don't know anybody up that area, um, but yeah, it sounds like he uh, he needs a good solid diagnosis first. But That's what he needs. It, it's the why. I mean, you know, you manage the pain by managing the underlying conditions. So you got to know what you're treating first. So mm. that's the first step. So yeah. Um, but, <clears throat> I mean, fibromyalgia is kind of a, it's kind of a last ditch diagnosis when you've ruled out other things. Um, he's seen a rheumatologist. He's probably ruled out things like rheumatoid arthritis, but yeah, they do use, I mean, it's, if it's methotrexate, mm -hmm. uh, that's, that's what it was. Therapy agent. They must think he's got some inflammatory disease because they don't, it has a lot of side effects. So they wouldn't put somebody on that unless they really thought he had you know something pretty significant so and um, and, and that's interesting because it was methotrexate yeah yep okay and but he the guy won't tell him what the diagnosis is oh well uh, he needs to, yeah he needs to advocate for himself so you know well, yeah. what's my diagnosis what are you treating me for so mm -hmm. right um you know people just get too passive sometimes they just need to stand up and say what's you know be an advocate for themselves so right but yes it's uh, your body yeah. That's right. But and why are you giving me this drug? What are you exactly going to do for me? And he fried my kidneys and my liver. <laughs> well, he asked he asked the guy that yesterday, <laughs> uh -huh. and the guy got mad at him, and said, I mean, literally started yelling at him, and said, oh, I've done all I can do for you. I'm only going to give you the methotrexate, and if you don't like it, get out of my office. Yeah, because he's, he's a doctor. Then. Yeah, because he's VA. So that's the absolutely oh. wrong. Yeah, well, yeah, he doesn't have a lot of choice in the VA, unfortunately. Yeah. But um, I'm trying to think. Um, is there? Um, you're? Are you near like University of Rochester? Oh yeah. A, a medical school. There's Buffalo. Because like our VA in Ann Arbor um, pretty much ran the the um, the University of Michigan kind of ran the VA, so you're going to get university-trained people. Uh -huh. So you find a VA that has university-trained people, and I think, you know, overall they're going to get, you know, probably pretty high-quality care. So, oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, mm -hmm. that'd be something to look into. Okay. Um, see who runs the VAs, because some of the satellite VAs, um, you know, they're, they're um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a little iffy. So right. And that, I... that's, just, that's unacceptable for yeah. a physician to basically right. you know he treats somebody like that it's just to get upset at somebody asking questions right. is absolutely right. the wrong thing to do and i don't know and i don't know that um ub runs the the va here 
because okay. Buffalo is pretty comprehensive. You got Roswell Park Cancer Center here, UB right. Research, and yeah. they're all. And the thing is, is that UB is a pipeline to ECMC, which is the only level one trauma center around here. Okay. They have a medical school, correct? So you yes, can, yeah, UB does. It's yeah. usually with a medical school, but it'll be on their website. It'll 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 list any affiliation they have. Okay. Um, the the next closest place would be Rochester, um, which is a far. You're like what an hour and a half, two hours hour. from Rochester. Hour. Just, uh, Rochester's yeah. only sixty from here. Yeah, Rochester, I know for sure has a medical school. So, and they, yeah. I'm assuming they have a VA. So yeah. that would be my suggestion is to find a VA that has an affiliation with a major teaching hospital. Because mm -hmm. the quality of care, I think, is going to be pretty top-notch. Okay. Oh, by the way, I'll yeah, he, he, he needs a new doc, <laughs> for sure. I'll wait, I'll wait until Gina gets back, and I'll tell you about the text I just got. Hello. I'm just online with some friends. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> How are you? How'd everything go when you got back to Colorado? Well, I'm taking off here pretty soon. I've got to get okay. a flight. I was going to say. What's up with you, Jill? Okay, I will. If I'm we can inquire. Yeah. Lobster Fest? Mm -hmm. It's Lobster Fest. Oh, boy. We have lobster season, and so it's Lobster Fest, and it starts in Keycocker, uh, was the first and the oldest. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'm going to I'm gonna go down to Belize City and take a flight from Belize City um, out to Keycocker and stay there a few days mm. with a friend of mine and, a, and some other groups of friends are gonna meet us and then I'm going to Guatemala City. So I'm gonna be hopping around for a little while. Yeah, yeah. that sounds like fun. It, it does. Okay. To it. So. It's still in country, going to the Keys. Yeah. Uh, you know, even though it's the Keys, um, it's still in country, so yeah. it's it's, it's fantastic, you know, and, you know, I take my Belizean money and buy all the lobsters that you can possibly eat. Yeah. <laughs> Make the yeah. mom and pops, also fancy restaurants, but we go to the mom and pops and and they they grill right there and they, you can go and they have, oh, this is grandma's recipe, this is my recipe, you know, for sauces or anything like that. And then you, they wrap it for you and you go down and find your little spot on the beach. Enjoy. Sounds fabulous. Fabulous. I'm yeah. yeah. Well, I learned something. I didn't realize they had lobsters down in Belize. <laughs> I thought it was kind of a right. I was. I was. Kind of thing. I was today years old no. when I learned that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you you taught me one. just now. Yeah. Oh yeah, they. Um, I remember when I came down as a snowbird, and um, they had. I went to one of the keys, and they had. All these lobster traps are just they're just beautiful weather, you know, mm -hmm. and 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 just stacked up. And I took a photograph, and of course it was on a phone. I didn't back it up, so I lost it. But um, yeah, it's a it's really big here um, on the coast. Really big. The lobsters coming out of your ears. How wow. big are they, Jill? Are they big, big lobsters? <laughs> big. Oh, they're big. they're North Atlantic size. Big. Wow, big. Mm -hmm. and then you know you you pull off the catch of the day, so you get you know red snapper. Yeah, that's one of my time. favorites. And oh, it's delicious, and they 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 cook the whole damn thing. You give it put across the plate that doesn't fit on, and, but it's 
it's a lot it's a lot of fun and then they some have um homemade sauces and they have the corn mexican style you know with the mayonnaise right and the, they, why uh, okay time out why would anybody eat corn any other way than grilled with mayonnaise and cilantro and paprika on it. Why? All you got to do is eat it one time to go, this yeah. is the only no. way corn should be eaten. I know. I know. <laughs> In fact, I, I like to sprinkle a little Parmesan cheese on mine. That, I, got a, I got a friend who runs a food truck here in Buffalo, and that's how uh -huh. he does his corn. He, he does it, it's a, it, but he does it with a peri-peri may mayonnaise on it, a little bit of par Parmesan cheese, cilantro, and then paprika, and it's like oh. after grilling it, it's like why? Why would anybody? It's like why would you boil corn after you eat? I mean, I, it's called so many different things. Yeah, on the cob or off the cob? On the cob. On the cob. Oh, All right. If on the cob. Look, for, Steve. Look for, and I know they've got it over near Ann Arbor. I know they huh. do. Um, I have to look for that Mexican. I mean, I, you're Commonly there, it's called Mexican street but corn. But very easy. Okay. Yeah. Very, very easy. Oh yeah, Mexican street corn. Yeah, yeah. You're talking to an old Iowa boy, so both my grandparents. Oh, then you know. Would, yeah, oh, they, right. they they they, know. they grew corn. No I mean, corn. you know, regular field corn and also sweet corn. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. my grandma just just pretty simple, just boiled it, and we just slathered butter and salt and pepper on it. Yeah. I I would eat I would eat a half a dozen years by myself, and I was like yep. eight years old. So. Yep. <laughs> it's so behind here this year because we've been it so is. dry. The corn's yeah. very short still. Oh, and yeah, really? we're, we're in not a, getting oh, any yield yet. No. We're technically in a in an extreme drought still, so mm -hmm. we're well, gonna catch up a little tonight, but not much. So. We're gonna. I'm hoping we're gonna yeah. catch up a lot over the next two weeks. They're already yep. what you, you saw. What, you saw what happened here. Yeah. 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 Well, Belize is trying to. I mean, we. It was. It was. Very hot, um, very humid, and um, no rain. But now it's starting up. It's starting up, and thankfully, it's yeah. just getting yeah. Because when we comfortable, and, and we were, it was killing a lot of our, our trees. When we cut hay for the cows, the first cutting in June, um, it was half of what we normally yeah. get. Really? That's, yeah. that's how bad the drought's Jeez. been. Yeah. yeah. Although now we've gone to flooding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we had like the five hottest days yes. ever recorded in the history of the earth. This past, yeah. Like this past week, <laughs> really? In our planet, yes. in our planet, in, yeah. in the entire planet. Yeah, the oh. five hottest days ever in recorded history were this week. Yeah. I'm using up a week to go to to go to Guatemala, mm -hmm. and I've got two weeks total that I can use. Um, but by then, I'm almost certain everything's going to be done. My permanent residency done, so right. it's, po it's more than possible. It's more than possible. So. <laughs> oh, you can stay at my house along the way, Jill. Yeah. Okay. It, I mean, because I got room enough, we can do a Kip's basement from the '70s all over again in my place. You've seen it; it's a big old school room. We'll just throw wow. air mattresses, up, then we'll go out there. So. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good to me. I do think it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, it, it sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah, they're supposed to have music at the this Lobster Fest this weekend. They're supposed to have lots of music. Um, so I, I I can't wait to take it all in. Yeah, <laughs> it should be it should be a lot. Yeah, 
I mean, I am going to get to Kalamazoo before the, the summer is, well, I'm hoping. I just finished two phone calls today with between a, a contract for my day job and now two other festivals have decided to lease our place and, and set up there. And I love the naivety, uh, the, the, the naivety of young people. I do. <laughs> I love it. I love the optimism and naivete. Yes. I do. Well, yeah. You know, we had that Blind too. optimism. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> We've well, all been there. I, yeah. Yeah, we've all been there. Well, in, we my, in, our, in my case, yeah, it was our jaded selves. Right. We we don't know, Kip. We don't know, Kip. How do you do first aid and security there? And these people are leasing our place for their festival. I'm like, oh my god. Okay, it doesn't come free. Let's start there. <laughs> Let's put some yeah. budgeting there. You know. <laughs> Well, oh. folks, I gotta, I gotta go. They're waving me down. Hey, okay. <laughs> I, what, still have, right. I still have. I'm collecting things to take down to the key. But so, one, one thing you, one time, thing you Joe. wrote, have oh, a great time, I'm Joe. For it. It's Key Cocker and it's Lobster Fest. You can always Google it. It's well, keep us, keep us in the loop, okay? I'm, well, I'm gonna take lots of, lots of photos. Please take lots great. of photos. And okay. eat lots of lobster for us and corn. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Lobsters and corn. Absolutely. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. All right. Take care, Jill. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Uh, it's just the three of us, you guys? Yeah, I know. Well, it's, okay. like I say, it, it's summer, you know, yeah. and Tom doesn't know when he when he can get there. And, and we know with Diane, her schedule is all over the map. Yeah. She's busy. Right now, too. Yeah. She's got a lot going on. So, and Tom always said Wednesdays are tough for him. So, oh. but it's in the summer that they're tough for him. Mm -hmm. so, oh, yeah. Yeah. And John, I mean, John, you know, wanted to tune in. John was in for just a little bit, you know. So, I, you know, more than anything, it's a matter of, of just tuning in and, and staying in touch with y'all because y'all have Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's yeah. just... Just staying in touch, you know. Yep. You don't need to have anything earth-shattering. Just no. nice to check in and say hi, you know. Right. Y'all yeah, have I no agree. idea how important you are to me. You really don't. But like I say, it's been it's been really really nice to reconnect with everybody. Oh yeah. And like I say, Nicole is cracking up, going, "Nope, I'm not sleeping on a cot in the front of the first aid tent ever again." With a note on me <laughs> saying, "Wake me up." A nurse and a doctor, they're in. Just get their name. They're they're coming this year. They're coming <laughs> next year. So. <laughs> So you're still working, Steve? Uh, yeah, I am. So I'm um, taking a little bit more time off in the summer. I'm kind of I'm, I'm kind of sneaking up on a four day work week, but not quite there. So I'm taking um, a couple days off during the week, playing golf with some friends. So it's fun. We just played yesterday at uh, Eastern Michigan Course, and uh, so it's a lot of fun. I enjoy it. So. Um, normally I just play on Saturday, so it's nice to get out during the week once in a while with, with the old retired guys. So, yeah. uh, but, um, yeah, it's, it's a blast. So, um, but yeah, I'm, uh, it, it's getting, uh, to be honest, it's getting a little harder every day, you know, it's just because, you know, I, I it's, I kind of figure I've kind of made, done what I can do, you know, and made my mark and now it's time to you know scale back and have a little more time for myself so i will have absolutely no trouble stepping back but it's still probably another three four years away i'm i'm just gonna kind of fade out 
it's not going to be sudden. At least I hope not. I won't, uh, that's the plan. You never know, but I'm just going to kind of fade out and cut down a little bit at a time. So, but yeah, as of now, I enjoy it. So I think that's an easier way to do it. It's so abrupt that you kind of grieve the loss of it if you don't kind of ease your way out a little bit, I think. Yeah, yeah. I have some friends that I golf with that um, they just retired within the past couple of years, and they just went cold turkey. And uh, Yeah, a couple of them, like, they're engineers from Ford that, you know, they they got, you know, um, bought out. Um, you know, the, it's a pretty, um, pretty generous package. You can't really say no to though you know, pay salary and benefits for a full year. And um, so they're not even 60 yet and they're fully oh, wow. retired, but they went from, you know, cranking out, you know, full 40, 50 hour work weeks to just nothing. So, yeah. and they're, so they're kind of struggling with it. Like, how do you structure your day and you're still going to get up at the same time? And, you know, so I think that there's um, a lot more than just not working anymore. There's, you know, you, you still kind of, we're tied into, you know, being valuable to society, and all of a sudden you feel you you've lost some of your self worth. What 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 am I doing? I'm not contributing anything. And so there's a lot of issues with that. So they're they're kind of struggling with that a little bit. But yeah, so. I, I, I get that because I, I work. Do too. I mean, you know, I consult, and it works out to about 37 weeks out of a 52 week year, and mm -hmm. and it, that pays my bills nice. But what I what I worked at because I, I do a lot of my consulting from home too. Even if it's a week where I'm not working, I get up at the same time, mm -hmm. make coffee, listen. I, and I don't watch TV that much, you know, but I'll listen to all my podcasts in the morning. You know, I've got my set list of podcasts in the morning to catch up on news. And then it's like, okay, this is my time in the gym. Now I've got to get this done. This is, this is housework or this is yeah. sit, sit in front of the computer screen and pay bills, do whatever. Or do, so you're, you still, know, you're still maintaining some structure. Though. I, ma I like, maintain the structure. Yeah, because I think, I, and I think that's that's the key. You yeah. know, not just getting up and saying, "What am I going to do today?" I think you just kind of have a plan and structure. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's part of the secrets of success and and really you know thriving in retirement. Well, I, I'm I'm not free enough to challenge Elon Musk to a cage match, so I have to <laughs> I have to have structure. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, me too. I think that what I've learned is I think I'll probably have to find something else that allows me to kind of give the same kind of, you know, satisfaction that I'm giving something back, you mm -hmm. know. So, you know, I think I have to find something like that, not just, you know, not just, you know, I'll be a couch potato for the rest right. of my life. So you got to find something. So you have to do it. I mean, it's like I. I know so many guys my age that are falling apart, and they're, I mean, my age, our age, and they're mm -hmm. falling apart physically and mentally. Yeah. It's like, get some structure into your life. Yeah. Well, mm -hmm. it, there's no question that it helps mentally, too. So, yes. um, you know, I think the more you, you challenge yourself mentally, it just helps overall your well-being and your health. So, yeah, it, you just see people just kind of go downhill. God help the person that gets in between me and my Wordle and my Sudoku. <laughs> Do not. That's how I start my day. My brain has uh -huh. to. My brain that, has that'll, to. That'll keep. That'll keep you sharp, Kip. So. Yeah, my, my brain has to kickstart that way. Yeah. All right. Now, it, it, it more than anything, it's just a matter of tuning in and saying hi, you know. And Lonnie Wright, of all people, gets a hold oh, of wow. me. On, gets a hold of me on classmates, 
not on Facebook or anything else to ask, do you know if we're having a 50th reunion? <laughs> well, it's a ways off, Lonnie, because this would be year 48, next year be 49. Man. Yep. So. Yep. 2025. So, yeah. Right. It'll be two right. years from probably this summer. I'd assume we'll yeah. do it in the summer, but yep, two years. So I'm, I'm assuming either, either it's going to be done. Well, you know what? It's going to be this core group of us that puts it together anyhow. You know that. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be the ones to do it. So. In the past, Karen kind of. I know. I know for the 40th, I think you and Karen did a lot for that. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Karen. Primarily Karen. I right. I really just pitched in where I could help her, but it was primarily mm -hmm. her. And at the time, I think she was saying, I'm not doing this again. But Oh, she did? Oh. That was 10 years. You know, it's been well, eight years. But because yeah. it, it, if it's Karen, then she's remarried and, and, you know, zeroed in on that life right there. And I think it'll probably come out of our group. And if we do it as a group, then the effort's going to be yes, a lot it's easier. Not just one person. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Again, I consult in project management. It's what I love. But by the way, I, I am a highly political animal. I leave it out of here. I really am a highly political animal. I love conspiracy theorists. They've obviously never been project managers. <laughs> okay? It's like, if you've ever been a project manager once, you can throw every conspiracy theory in the world out because the thought of getting 300 people much less 3,000 or 30,000 exactly. to keep the same secret. No, it's not going to happen. Exactly. <laughs> we, we say the same thing about doctors, Kip. It's like yeah. trying to get a, a group of doctors to do anything is like herding cats. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just never get never get us to agree about anything. So, yeah, we're notorious for that. So oh, yeah. I, I completely understand that. Yeah, I do project management on a corporate level, and it's like, okay, I really understand you're having a, and they bring me in to look at somebody and go, I understand you're having a personal crisis. I understand that your mistress met your wife and you're getting divorced. I don't <laughs> care. We have customers <laughs> that need this and we yeah. have a deadline to yeah. hit. I don't yeah. care about exactly. that. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> Please let's not take up two hours of a meeting, you know, mm -hmm. with you having a personal crisis. Yeah. I can't imagine people would bring that to that that table they do there's a sense of privilege and elitism that operates in the c-suite of any fortune 500 corporation that you would hmm. not believe huh. i'm dead serious there is a sense of privilege and entitlement that exists at, in c-suite where it's like and it's amazing where you go what does that have to do yeah, what does it have to do with the business at hand? Exactly. We've got to do some problem solving here. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So, but I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying, Steve. I really do. You know, it's like trying to get doc. Yeah, trying to. Get oh yeah, in my my academic medicine days back at University of Michigan. Oh my gosh, it was just. You know, we would have all these meetings and all these docs in the room. Of course, everybody has a bunch of uh, strong opinions. And, and uh, yeah, so I can completely relate to that. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Very strong opinions, you know. It's like. Yeah. Ugh. But, oh, yeah, Gina, especially if you get, and it's in our age group, if you get a bunch of guys 
our age, specifically guys who are all successful in the same room and they're all at, at C-suite level, you would be amazed what tumbles out of people's mouths. <laughs> <laughs> During a work day, it's like, what, do you, what does this have to do with? No, no. I know. I, it makes me wonder Focus how on this. Well, it proves what I can, it's actually something I tell them because I came from wearing tools. And the first thing I tell them is nobody in this room makes profit. Everybody in this room is overhead. Overhead. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> they don't nope. like hearing yeah, as that. As a nurse, I've heard that my whole career. Oh, yeah. We said that a lot <laughs> at the university. Everybody, everyone in this room is, is overhead. That's <laughs> right. Do not generate one cent in income. You're overhead. I, I tell right. managers all the time, you are not a profit center. You're not. You're <laughs> yep. overhead. And you that, know? That, that's, a, that's a hard reality that they need to understand. <laughs> and that's... But it's amazing because even at, at an executive level in corporations, they can't communicate that. They bring people like me in as high, because then we're the bad yeah. guy. We're the, we're the hired right. gun, the bad guy going, hey, yep. That's look, right. nobody in here makes profit. Everybody's overhead. Yep. Uh, yeah, they can focus all of their aggression towards you. Mm -hmm. That's nice. Well, I, oh, and by the way, getting off of that topic, for, for those of you who, who love music, which is all of us, okay, if you have not listened to John Mellencamp's newest album, Orpheus Descending, put it on. Oh, yeah? Put it on and listen to it. Oh, I, yeah. you ever He's hear kind of an old favorite of mine. One of the yeah, biggest I, I concerts saw... I ever went to was at the State Theater. Yep. And Mellencamp did a concert for... Oh, I can't remember what presidential candidate. They were doing all these free concerts. Were, it was awesome. Were you, at the, were you at the State Theater in Kalamazoo after he had finished the two summers with Willie Nelson and Bob Dylan? Were, were you and I at there, there, there that same night? I mean... Because I remember that night. He yes, came out... it was such a great show. Right. They, there was a black and white 8mm film running beforehand is the opening act that that father and son had done for two summers. Yeah. And you remember, Gina, he walked out and looked at the audience and said, a lot of you came here and you're expecting a, a Johnny Cougar rock and roll greatest hit show, and I'm not going to give you that. I'm offering you your money back right now if that's what you want. He said, I spent two summers with Willie Nelson and Bob Dylan learning how to play music all over again, and I'm going to play it the way I have always heard it in my head. Huh. Were you there that night, Gina? I think that's the concert I was, was yep, there. Yep. It was so It was good. amazing. So, so, so good. And his like, so there was really um, a connection between the audience and yep. the people on stage. And his songwriting has evolved so much. Mm -hmm. It really has. It's amazing. That and Jason Isbell, just in a 400 unit, just put out a brand new one, Weather Veins. That is amazing. Again, very, very personal songwriting. And yeah, of course I love him too. Uh, he's one of the most incredible guitar players I've ever heard. I mean, he really can play play a guitar. Yeah, I saw saw him back in medical school when he was John Cougar. So okay, I, I, okay. I don't remember who warmed him up, but I would think I'm pretty sure it was at uh, Pine Knob back then. Now it's 
We went yeah. to DT. Now it's Pine Knob again, Back thankfully. Pine Knob, yeah. Um, but um, so yeah, I saw him there. But uh, he is—it's a great show. I was going to say, try try him these days. His okay. his songwriting is amazing. It really is. He's just a cranky bastard that has. Yeah, I'll have to look into that. Yeah, so. it says exactly that. And there's a young, a young, a younger uh, artist who is amazing. Her name is Morgan Wade. That just put out one called Psychopath. Oh my God, okay. is it good? Wade, I don't know. Morgan that. Wade. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know her. Um, no, she's fairly new to the scene, but again, give, give her a try. So, in fact, this latest show I did, the last show I just did is not a Great Blue Heron show, not an Us show. It's all new music that I've been listening to. Oh, great. And as a matter of fact, I do name check all of you. So. <laughs> oh, I will listen to that, Kip, if it's all new stuff. It's all new stuff. It's all new. Mm -hmm. It's all some of these people I'm talking about. It's all new stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check check the, the new Mellencamp out. So. Yeah. yeah. He was always one of my favorites. I loved mm -hmm. his music. So. He's, he, he and Springsteen have always evolved instead of just staying the same. Yeah. yeah Bruce is amazing. I would just, I, I'm, I would love to see his, his tour. I've just heard, I mean, he's always, I saw him in uh, medical school two nights in a row back in at Joe Lewis. Yeah. Oh, wow. Fourth row that, but that's back in the days pre ticket master when you had to wait in line overnight yep. to get <laughs> tickets. Then and I, um, so I was lucky enough to have <laughs> two, medical students below me who waited in line and we we saw him yeah. i mean he just there's no warm-up he just gets out and plays for four hours straight that was back with the east street band and yeah. know, clarence clemens and oh my gosh wow. just, just, just phenomenal such and, a showman well i mean he still has it jake clemens is um clarence clemens nephew in, and, and, and right in, in the new and the other thing is i don't know whatever's going to stop miami steve Miami Steve Van Zandt is a lot like Keith Richards. He's just going to go he's forever. He's amazing. He's yeah. amazing. And, but Bruce's shows are still, and I've always referred to it this way. I've always referred to Bruce's shows because I've seen almost every tour as, as a religious experience. He yeah. firmly believes in the power of rock and roll as, mm -hmm. as redemptive. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I had the same experience on Broadway, even as in a solo show. It was the same thing. It was the same feel you know him going music is actually what will set you free you mm -hmm. know it can it can really bring us together and really set people free yeah and he's like early 70s i know he's a few years older than us and yeah he's just got so much energy and he just, uh, turned he just 70, puts he, everything into it just yeah. turned 72 yep just yep. turned 72 so, so yeah amazing well same goes for melicamp melicamp 70 okay right yeah and he's because i i mean they're still putting it out there i know that seeger has slowed down you know, and I know that that other artist, Cindy Lauper, just turned seventy-two. Wow! Yeah, is she is she still touring? I have not. Heard yeah, that. she's well, not really? touring so much as she can, she plays around New York City a lot. Smaller venues or smaller mm -hmm. venues because it's the same as if you remember Ricky Lee Jones. Yeah, yes. Ricky Lee. Ricky Lee moved to New Orleans while I was living in New Orleans. Okay, and yes. Ricky Lee is still she still plays regularly. But it's in New Orleans, smaller venues. Yeah. Okay. So she, I mean, so there's a lot of artists that it just the, the rigors of touring are too much. Does she have a new album coming yes. out? Yes. 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 
And it's really interesting because kind it's... Kind of jazzy sounding. Well, it's very influenced by New Orleans. So, no, it's, it's, uh, it's important to check in. I think, um, you know, it's like we've been on since seven now. But let's, let's put it together for next month. Yeah. And, and then yeah, I'll, sounds I'll, good. I'll, I'll put this together and edit it very heavily and we'll just put some good music behind it. But yeah, check out the latest one because it's all new music that, that I listen well, I, to. I already I already know what what has to be on there now. So yeah, but <laughs> whether you do it, you, you I have to listen to it first. But yeah, I got to have the new Melon Camp on there. I will. I maybe will. a little I will maybe a little new Bruce. So oh, uh, I will do. I I I intend to with this one. We're gonna do yeah. new music that that has some ties back, like mm-hmm. Ricky Lee Jones or you know. Yeah, like well, artists that. Artists that we we knew, and then they're they're still right. putting out quality music. Yeah. You know, they kind of, like musicians that have evolved over time. Right, that are our era. I think is really oh, really it's amazing. Mm-hmm. It is. It's amazing. Yeah. Just, just as we've evolved and changed, they've evolved and changed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and and I like what I like now, and I like Willie Nelson's philosophy, which is, excuse me, I've done this my whole life. I've earned it. I'm going to do whatever I want to. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> I'm starting to get a little bit that myself. Yeah, a, a friend of mine is going to see him next month at uh, Pine Knob. This is his last tour, right? So I'm I'm very insanely jealous, but because I think that's the last you're going to see a Willie, unfortunately. But it, it is because there's a couple people touring with him on this. Yep. that are um, um like uh, Chris Stapleton is with him mm-hmm. on this tour. Margot Price, yep. but yeah. you do have a chance to see him. Close, believe it or not. They are taking Farm Aid back to Indiana in September. Really? Yeah, oh no, Noblesville, Indiana in September, which is will be Willie and Neil Young and oh, John, John Mellencamp and a bunch of that. other people. Yes, it just got announced. But Farm Aid, Farm Aid, yeah, Farm Aid is not going to be on the East Coast or down South. Taking it to Indiana. Noblesville, Indiana, which, okay. let me look it up. Oh, Cool. I saw Chris Stapleton last month. It was a really Chris good Stapleton show. is amazing. His voice I, I I have never heard a voice like it that. Is, it is yeah. It's I he's know. hard to it's hard to categorize him, you know. He's I think he's technically more country, but wow, he's it, right. his voice is so soulful. It I was gonna say the same thing. He is yeah. so soulful. Well he is and he's done so many duets with people. Yeah, it's only Noblesville is only three hours away from Kalamazoo. Okay. And oh, that's it's not just bad. Is no, it, where is it? Southern Indiana, just north of Indianapolis. Oh, okay. So it's not that far. Yeah, yeah. not far at all. Well, I think um, yeah. Mellencamp's from Indianapolis, isn't he? He's from Seymour. Or Seymour. Okay, he's from I Seymour. knew he grew up in somewhere. Right but he's from Seymour, middle of nowhere. So okay, and he still keeps a place in Indiana. Right. He does. Yes, yeah. he does. He's got a he's got a condo in New York City, and then. Um, because he doesn't go to farm. he doesn't go to L.A. and then he keeps the farm in Indiana. Yeah. But he's got yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, that's what I'll do is I'll do a lot of artists that were recording back when we were in in high school that are still recording today. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that'll be great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Including Willie. So. Yeah, of course, Willie. <laughs> and you got to do the Stones somehow oh, or another. Yeah. They yes. they keep going. God, they keep, keep going. going. It's amazing. It's it amazing. is amazing. We need to be worried about the kind of world we're leaving for Keith Richards. 
<laughs> exactly. <laughs> we need to be concerned about that. Okay, exactly. we're all going to be gone, and he's still going to be here going, food? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love his quote when Leonard Nimoy died. Yeah. Did you hear that? It's it's it's, it's obscene, but I, I'll, he says, he says, what do you know? He says, I outlive, I outlive effing Spock. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's outlived. Everybody. Elvis, yes. Michael Jackson, yeah. Whitney Houston, Spock. And, <laughs> and, and the life he's led, you know. Yeah. Because he, he cleaned up a long time ago. But, oh, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. so he keeps going. But yeah, they, he he's another he's amazing genius. one. But there's there's also still amazing people, even in jazz, you know, which I started to listen to after high school. But I mean, there's people that it's like Carlos Santana is still there, you know, he's still playing, and he's mm -hmm. playing a lot of jazz, doing know? a lot of good yeah. work on the side as well. Oh, he's With doing some kids especially incredible benefit work. Chrissy mm -hmm. Hind and the Pretenders. Chrissy has yeah. put the oh, pretenders. I love them. She put the pretenders back together. They're going on tour. Oh, that'll yeah. be good. She lives in Britain. You know, she lives in London. But she she put she put them back together without James Honeyman Scott, who you know who died. But they're going back out. Huh? Patty Great. Smith. Patty Smith is still performing. Wow. Yeah, she's still there's another Michigan name, but she's living yeah. in New York mm -hmm. City. Iggy. Iggy is not performing. He actually is doing art. He's a painter. <laughs> but Iggy, Iggy's still around. But he's he is working as a painter and putting work in galleries mm -hmm. in, in NYC. <laughs> so when you go see when you go see Lucas sometime, go yeah. go check out what what Iggy you know where Iggy's got stuff hanging. Okay. Yeah. I was just there over Father's Day, so well, okay. I had a good time. Good. Is he thriving, Jen or Steve? Oh yeah, he's is living he? the. Life in the big city, he's, he really is thriving. It's good to see. So um, he's in his own element, and I got to eat dinner at his restaurant and got comped everything and, and uh, got good reports from his manager. And so, he's yeah, he's he's 22. He already started a Roth <laughs> IRA. I mean. Hey, these kids are on yeah, it, It's boy. amazing. Yeah. So they, they know, know that, that they're not going to have any social exactly. security. Well, that or they're not going to work for a company like GM for 30 years and have their their pension, so they got to do it themselves. And so right, he's already. Got... I mean, I wish it would have known. I wish I would have done that at 22. My gosh. Oh. So mm -hmm. he's thinking way ahead. So yeah, it's good to see. So uh, yeah, yeah, I wish I'd have done that at 22. So yeah. I do. But yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll just grab a bunch of artists that are still playing today. You know, that are relevant to. Because that, that's the other thing you were talking about, purpose, Steve. And, mm -hmm. and, and really, for me, that's it. If yeah, I, if absolutely. I, if I don't have purpose, if I don't mm -hmm. have good, bad, right, wrong, or indifferent, if I don't have a mission, if I don't have purpose, mm -hmm. I'm lost. I'll lose exactly. whole days. Yep. i got to yep. have a purpose. i got to have a mission. I agree with that. Yep. You get real drifty when you don't have anything to anchor you. Yeah, there's there's actually some good literature on that, you know, from uh, uh, the medical research that, that basically uh, kind of proves that. So definitely, definitely, uh, we all need that. I think. I, you know, I remember reading Oliver Sacks about ten years ago, and 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 I love Oliver Sacks. I really do. He was an MD who, who died um, 
here within the last five or six years, but but he always talked about purpose and mission, mm -hmm. you know, and and that that really being integral towards making yep. making good shit happen. Yep. So I had a little recipe box and cards, and when I was still working, anytime there was something I wanted to do but I couldn't because of work, I wrote it down and, and put it in that box. And now I have a box full of things that I can do now that I'm retired. That was yeah. a really good piece yeah, of advice cool. I've gotten from somebody. Cool. And yeah. um, That's a great idea. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, the one, my box. the one yeah. thing I do watch that goes back to our high school days, I don't know if anybody else watches Star Trek Strange New Worlds. Oh, I love that. Oh show. my God, I, I love that show. That, yeah. That's the old episodic, well, because it harkens back, Captain Pike, of course, to the very first one. But yeah. this this version of Kirk, did you watch this last week's? Yes. Two or two yeah. weeks ago? Yeah, two yeah, weeks ago. He, yeah. No, I, yeah, I, I, um, I, I love the show, and it's the, um, I, I love Pike. He's one of the better captains. Oh, yes, uh, yeah. he is. He's fantastic, so, yes. But, I yeah, was... it, it takes us back to, I think it was, oh, gosh. Wednesday nights when the original show was on. Yep. Black and, and white. And, yeah, and we'd watch the show. Even my parents watched it, you know. Yeah. Everybody thought it was going to get canceled after one year. And only lasted, what, three three years? Yeah, it didn't like last 100 long. Episodes, 100 episodes, I think. But think of all the spinoffs it's had. And, oh, my God. So, yeah, I love that show. And I love this version of James T. Kirk. Absolutely. I, they've yeah. got the right actor and they've got the right, yeah. the right writers they have, for it. They have material for other spinoffs. Right. So, um, but yeah, he's great. I mean, I couldn't get into Picard season two, but this last season of Picard season three, yeah, which it was, was good. I liked yeah. it. I, they, I was reading an article that very last shot of the series, with them sitting around the table playing poker. Yeah, I guess that was very real. They just filmed it for forty-five minutes oh. with yeah. no script, just yep. went go. So yeah. it was okay, but I really like Strange New Worlds. I really yeah, do. I love that show too, Kip. Yeah, so I do. It it new new episode streams tomorrow. <laughs> yep, I know. And, well, like I say, this this last week, I absolutely loved. I America Ortegas, and I fly the ship. Right. Yeah, exactly. I fly. I fly the ship. Yeah. <laughs> I fly the ship. Right. Yeah, so it was beautiful. All right. Well, I will put it all together. Okay, and we'll do that. Great to see you both. Oh my God! Right. It's great Sounds to see good, you. Kip. Holy thanks, shit. Thanks for, thanks for bringing us together again. Yeah. You're welcome. Chicago's got a real deal tornado warning going on, so watch yourself Do later they? tonight. All right. All right. You know, we were supposed to see the northern lights tonight and tomorrow night, and now not, be, not, not with the storm now. I so. know. Well, yeah, watch it, because if it's in Chicago, it's about an hour away from you. Yeah, yeah. It'll, yeah. it's going to come. Like so. in the city, they're telling them to hit a basement shelter. Oh, oh boy! Goodness. Like good. not tornado watch, tornado warning. Warning huh. in the city. Uh, yeah, they doesn't happen often. So. No, so watch your weather, okay? Yeah. Let all me right. know you're okay. All right. All right. All right. I will good talk night, to you everybody. all later. Good, good night. night. I love you. Yeah.
some cannot live inside the lion Not much changed here at Ivan I see the sun's really going down This is not the Garden of Eden
So 
That, that these uh, three guys uh, who were the original band in 1970-whatever are, are here tonight. Please welcome, uh, still, uh, still living and at the top of their game, it's uh, Danny Kortzmar, Cooch, Lee Sklar, Lee Sklar, Mr. Natural. Mr. Natural, the man behind the Shroud of Turin hoax, and Mr. Clean, Russell Kunkel, Rusty Kunkel. singing this song that was written by Cooch. Uh, Annie. Annie wrote this tune, and this is a song about uh, machine gun killing. Just in time. You found me just in time Before you came Things were running low oh, I was lost The losing dice were tossed My bridges all were crossed Then I met you 
Now you're here And now I know just where I'm going No more doubt or fear I found my way Love came just in time You found me just in time You changed my lonely love That happy day That happy day
highways, too many byways, nobody's walking behind. But if somehow you could pack up your sorrows and give them all to me, you would lose them. I know how to use them. Give them all to me.
ago Before we all lived here in Florida Before the mafia took over Mexico There are not many who remember They say a handful still survive
Talking on my members only jacket Put your number in my pocket Maybe we could be friends After the song ends Then you had my tongue up in a knot Underneath the skylit parking lot oh, We took a ride in your dad's Corvette At sunset
I want to say thanks to Cody Canada and The Departed being on the show tonight. I wrote this song with Cody a long time ago. Cody, where are you at?
Canada. Yeah. 